There's a war on for the soul of America, an ideological, political, and spiritual war. Will America abandon her place as a last beacon of hope in an ever-darkening world? Or will she rise again and lead the world into a new era of freedom and prosperity? I am your host, Phil Hotzenpeller, and this is American Faith Battleground. I'm Phil Hotzenpeller with Battleground and AmericanFaith.com. Thank you for tuning in. I just want to talk to you about Ukraine. We know it's in the a center of every single article, media feed that you can find anywhere you look. But I want to talk to you about the level of corruption that has been going on there for some time. Uh, has anyone heard of Hunter Biden? Does that name sound familiar? You might be asking some questions. Well, why does this guy keep coming back in the news? Well, because he's so tied into the corruption in Ukraine. For example, why was he on the board of directors for Burisma Holdings, which is a energy uh, company in Ukraine? Um, what, what was he doing there? And why was he under investigation by the Ukrainian uh, prosecutor? It, it, it begs a lot of questions, doesn't it? I don't know about you, but I'm thinking that something's going on here. As we think about Vice President Biden withholding a billion-dollar loan guarantee because of the prosecutor who is investigating Burisma Holdings. Now, we've got a tape here. I want you to go ahead and take a listen to this and see what you think. This administration, unlike the administration you worked in, decided to provide limited defense articles to Ukraine. Do you think that was a wise decision? And more broadly, do you see any scope for any sort of a deal on eastern Ukraine? The answer is yes, I think it was a wise decision. But then again, I was pushing that for two years before we left. So, And the reason is, I think the more you up the ante, the cost to Russia for their aggression. One of those things is missing now, and that is I'm desperately concerned about the backsliding on the part of uh, uh, Kyiv in terms of corruption. They made, I mean, I'll, I'll give you one concrete example. I, I, I was, not I, I, but it just happened to be that was the assignment I got. I, I, I got all the good ones. Uh, and uh, so I got Ukraine. and. Uh, um, I remember going over convincing our team, our <coughs> others, to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev, and, uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion-dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had. They were walking out to press conference. Said, "No, nah. I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said call him." <laughs> I said, "I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars." I said, "You're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here." And I think it was what six hours. I looked. I said, "I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money." Well, son of a bitch, <laughs> got fired. And they put in place someone who was solid. At the time. Well, okay, so what did you just hear? You just heard 
uh, bragging at the CFR, Biden bragging about withholding the billion dollars. He was actually exercising and leveraging his power and his authority as the vice president of the United States. Now, that makes it pretty interesting when you begin to think about Victor uh, Shokin, who was the prosecutor general, while he was investigating Burisma for corruption. And so I've got another tape I want you to listen to. Listen to this. Assuming that uh, um, uh, there is a new government and a, uh, a new prosecutor general, uh, I am prepared to do a public signing of the commitment for the billion dollars. And despite of the fact that we didn't have any corruption charges, we don't have any information about the, he doing something wrong, I especially ask him, no, it was the day before yesterday, I especially ask him to resign. Congratulations on installing the new prosecutor general. It's going to be critical uh, for him to work quickly to repair the damage Shokin did. And I'm a man of my word, I, uh, and that now that the new prosecutor general is in place, we're ready to move forward in signing that new $1 billion loan guarantee. So President Poroshenko is really on the take from Biden to get the billion dollars. Um, he's admitting on tape there is no corruption on the part of the prosecutor, Victor Shokin. And when he was confronted, Shokin has later said that when he asked, why are you letting me go? He said, because we need the billion dollars. I know that you're not corrupt, but this is a really an economic kind of terrorism, if you want to use the, that term. Maybe that's too strong, but I don't think so, because what are they trying to do? They're trying to keep a Ukraine in place so that they can launder money, they can leverage power, they can create secret biolabs. I mean, you name it, it's all going on. Uh, the level of corruption that's going on in that country and among some politicians here in America is amazing. You know, one of the oldest strategies uh, in the book, in fact, it dates back to Adam and Eve, it's called projection. Why not put the blame on someone else for what I did? Remember when uh, Adam sinned against God in the garden, he said, you know, it's the wife you gave me. It's Eve. It's her fault. And what we see happening here in this scenario with Biden and uh, Ukraine is that very same thing. Let's blame somebody for what I'm going to do. So what we have is Biden admitting on tape. I mean, you can hear it with your own ears. You can follow this and, uh, and hear it for yourself. But what they accused Trump for doing, which later they impeached him, Biden was actually doing. He was actually guilty of what they accused Trump of doing. And so we have evidence in front of us, and yet where's going to be the, the accountability or the justice? You know, throughout the Bible, you have a lot of references to injustice, and then finally justice is served, and we wonder, why does it take so long? And that's one of the great mysteries of life. Why do some uh, people get away with something? Some people don't. Uh, why are there false accusations going on? And I think it really goes back to the heart of the human being. Uh, without God, mankind is really corrupt. Now, you might question that. You might say, well, I'm not that corrupt, am I? Well, the question is, are you righteous versus are you corrupt? If you're not fully righteous, then you have the capacity to do all of these things and more. 
And so what we see play out is really this, this human heart separated from God, and it, there's no limit to where it'll go. I mean, look at the despotic rulers across the centuries, whether you're talking about a Stalin, a Lenin, you're talking about Adolf Hitler, Mussolini. I mean, the list goes on and on and on, and you wonder what is it drives them to, to this level of corruption and protectionism over those who are doing bad for you. And I think ultimately it comes down to the human heart is deceitful above all things, the Bible says, and desperately wicked. I want to thank you for listening to American Faith Battleground. 